This is Chennai International Center's podcast on COVID-19 second wave. You are listening to episode 4 where Dr. Jay Prakash Mulil will answer questions about long covid and the disease spread. While we've received questions about long covid, we also have some questions about the disease specifically for comorbid patients. We know that patients with comorbidities face higher risk. Now could you explain this a little more in detail? Um there has been a question specifically about how infection of lungs will affect comorbid patients. Covid infection coronavirus actually causes disease of the lungs it can produce neurological symptoms and um, so people have reported all kinds of uh, it triggers certain other problems in in the autoimmune system so these are all there but um whenever you look at information there is good information and bad information and when it is mixed up you don't know which to choose now remember the history of corona was filled with a lot of poor information first of all we were told that the virus does not induce any immunity or adaptive immunity okay then we said hey people are getting better you know that immunity is only a short living immunity now we know it's not short living it's long living okay and is a these kind of misinformations are confuse people and i am worried about the probability of how very often medical profession manages cases telling them or even people who are asymptomatic have been given a long list of drugs by many practitioners saying that this will build your immunity this will prevent complications so those kind of practices unfortunately is very unhealthy and in fact it is not it's malpractice now when you go through a very severe lung pneumonia doesn't matter the covid or any other viral infection you do develop lung chronic lung problem after that and it depends and a good pulmonologist have to see you and help you through most cases who develop any kind of pneumonia mild kind of pneumonia completely get cured after covid remember when you do a ct you have a big scale up to 25 and the mild one clear completely leaving no scar or any residue there is a condition called long covid the people have coined it and it has to be evaluated and checked now remember a condition is worth special attention if you can do something about it and you demonstrate through your effort things are getting better now one of the problems with covid is if you are sick you come out of icu you are sick of sick for several days now and eventually most people get better over time so all intervention are suspect till this proven that it actually work that has to be borne in mind but i recognize that there are people who suffer from covid both psychologically and this whole experience of being in isolation and uh, that could be a cause 
Fortunately, we are talking about half a person or one person of the cases who get into trouble. But hey, wait a minute. One person of several crores is still a large number. So you need to take care of them. Okay? So this is a reality that many of these experiences in terms of admission and management in the ICU can have quite lasting impact on your health. Some patients seem to be experiencing symptoms even after recovery. What do we know about these symptoms? Why do they happen and how long do they last? I think many people who undergo this heroic, you know, imagine that here is a 65-year-old lady who is admitted to a COVID ward all alone, okay? And we are no relatives around, had to stay there for one week. It's a traumatizing experience and many people go through. And the problem is that in this disease, because of fear of infection to the start, they couldn't even be hold hands and comfort them. Sad thing that this disease has created. And I think that particular fear, for example, we could have said, those who already had infection, there's hardly any chance of getting reinfected. Be more confident about teach, treating patients. It never was part of our strategy. You told the people who had infection, hey, you may get it again after three months. So the fear of the disease, we inculcated officially. And the whole ritual around the burial, respiratory infections don't transmit after the person has stopped breathing. But still, we process the whole dead body thing in a manner that is not at all called for. I don't know who started the system of burying deep and things like that. We had a system like that for rabies in India. During the British rule, they, uh, under the Tamil Nadu uh, public attack, just said that no rabies death, the body can be released to the uh, family. Now remember, Rabies never transmit from person to person. A rabid human being cannot transmit the disease. But they said no transferring the body because they didn't know at that time that rabies is such a disease. They are scared of it. Even now the rule still stays, but nobody respects it. But it is there under the government law. Rabies body cannot be given. Same thing happens in COVID. Why? Somebody has stand up and say, forget it. That was before came at the time of containment. It is not going to infect anybody at all. This is practice in the age of uh, Ebola and things like that. Not for a respiratory infection where you have to breathe in the virus. So I'm saying all this because there's a lot of extra fitting that is we have acquired in the disease. And when you ask me how to manage these things, I'm a little cautious of answering because some of them probably are interventions are unnecessary. That was Dr. Jay Prakash Mulil's response to our listeners' questions about the disease and long COVID. Do join us the next episode where he will share some practical advice on daily living and the way forward.